So day one of the draft is over and the Dallas Cowboys made a surprise pick. Is this the momentum that the Cowboys need to change the philosophy of the draft? With the 17th pick, the Dallas Cowboys select C.D. Lamb or T.D. Lamb or the most dynamic wide receiver in the 2020 class. He is the best wide receiver coming out of the draft in 2020. He's complete, high point the ball, catches the ball with great anticipations in his routes. He's moving in between his transitions, got good size, and he gives you that yard at the catch action. So when you think about this, the Cowboys of the old used to go with this particular angle. Let's draft team needs. However, when you look at the Dallas Cowboys defense, you can say, man, they have holes all over the defense. But what the Cowboys did is they looked at this problem and said, no, 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 no. We're going to draft best player available. And that is exactly what the Cowboys did. They went out and drafted the best player available. And it so happened to be a wide receiver. Let me repeat. The Cowboys drafted the best player available. And it so happened to be a wide receiver that they said they had six on their board. Now, we're not going to go through who they had as number one or two or three or four or five. But one thing that I can say is that now you have an Amari Cooper. You have a Michael Gallup. You have, uh, there I say, a C.D. Lamb, Blake Jarwin, Tony Pollard, Ezekiel the main man Elliott, and in case in point, you still have Zach Martin, who's who's solid as a offensive lineman, as well as Lyle Collins. And then you have the big old Tyron Smith. We just don't know what a Looney, Looney is going to bring or, or the uh, Connor Williams and Connor McGovern. But when you look at the complete offense, you can say to yourself, man, even Blake Bell, the second tight end, <laughs> the Bell Dozer, He's a good blocker. So this offense is semi-complete all the way before, you know, the, the start of the season. We can just say semi because I think that the Cowboys still will go out in this particular draft and get one or two more offensive guys. Now, looking at the defensive side of the ball for day two, of the draft, I'm thinking that they may look at safety. You have a lot of safeties that's left out there, or they may look at the interior defensive lineman, cornerback. There's so many angles that they can take a real good look at as it relates to this team. And I love the philosophy of Mike McCarthy. Let's bring in some veteran guys like uh, McCoy, Dantari Poe. And you think about it, bringing back an out and hopefully Roger Goodell can stop the hate that he had for the Dallas Cowboys and reinstate Randy Gregory and also reinstate Alden Smith. If those two guys are back into the fold, who knows? Antoine Barbecue Woods, he's there. And you think about the Jalen Jokes of the world's. Although I think that he fits better in a 3-4, although they came out and said that, hey, we draft him 4-3, you know, or no, I'm sorry. We, we're still with the mindset of 4-3. Oh, 
We got to throw charm in the water, right? We got to miss God because the one thing that you do not want to do is let everybody know where you're going as it relates to draft philosophy or defensive scheme and schematics because you want to have people thinking and wondering. However, if my favorite color is blue, I don't buy red. (laughs) If I love apple pie, I don't go buy peaches, you see? So when you think about this particular coaching staff, they got three, four minded defensive coaches. Tom Sula, three, four. Mike Nolan, three, four. Oh, you see what I'm saying now. Even uh, the, the coach that's from Minnesota, I think his name is uh, Brooks or what have you. Uh, I think that he taught and his philosophy, his core philosophy is three, four. That's the linebackers coach. His name is at the tip of my tongue, but you guys can help me out of what his really name his name really is. But the Maurice Linquist, uh, the secondaries coach, the Al Harris's, uh, there's so many things, and it's such a different philosophy as it relates to this team core as it relates to defense. Now, people can have their reservations and say, "Well, last year they did this and they did that." Well, you got to take last year. And put it in a box and kick it away. Because that's a different scheme, different philosophy. Everybody knows that cover two and cover three is what high school and most of the middle school defense, that's what you start off playing. Quarterbacks know how to throw on cover two first. That's what they learn. You got the two single high, well, you got the two high safeties and sometimes occasionally single high, depending on which uh, responsibilities of the tight end lined up where the safety is going to be. And the quarterbacks pretty much know that the isolation is where the uh, the mic would be located at. You point out the mic, you find the mic, you can figure out the defense. That's cover two for you. You have to have corners that's physical. But Cowboys last year, they played the corners off. Let me repeat, they played their corners off. <laughs> Although the cornerback play was not the issue, the issue was is that we never had the front four that could stop anything. They couldn't stop the bleeding. Teams realized, man, it's hard and difficult. It's, it's, it's treacherous to pass on the Cowboys. But guess what? Oh, you could run all day on them. I want people to go all the way back. Just moonwalk back with me to the last playoff games that we lost even all the way to 2014 if you know what I mean defense never been a deciding or a difference maker for the Dallas Cowboys let me repeat for those who's way in the back that can barely hear defense never been a deciding factor for the Dallas Cowboys playoff teams Oh, you can go all the way, all the way back, even when the Cowboys made it to the playoff against the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, they couldn't move the ball, but the defensive side of the ball just didn't do anything as well. 2014, all they had to do is stop Aaron Rodgers to get the ball back to the Cowboys. They couldn't do it. Oh, 2016, the defense, defense. They just couldn't stop the bleeding. It took the defense all the way into the last part, I think, of the third or fourth quarter to realize, okay, we got to stop the bleeding in these factors. But by that time, the Green Bay Packers already had 30-something points on the Cowboys. It was like 20-something, 28. And then you go all the way to the L.A. Rams. They couldn't stop the run defense. (laughs) But 
when we look at everything, the offense on all of the playoff games, minus the Minnesota Vikings game, way, 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 many moons ago, was still serviceable enough to win. But nevertheless, we look at this thing and we will say to ourselves, how can this Dallas Cowboys, the 2020 Cowboys, remember this? Remember this. The Cowboys have been stuck in purgatory, in either heaven or hell with Jason Garrett because it's been pretty much 10 years. You can really count more than 10 if you count the fact that he was uh, the offensive coordinator. But there's a story of a different day. But you can say that this team just been stuck in that place. Neither heaven nor hell, just average at best. And sometimes we will have sparks and loves and adulations of hopes and dreams and inspirations of sitting there saying to ourselves, maybe, just maybe, this will be the year with Jason Garrett. But it never, it never appeared to us that when you play it so safe, <laughs> you don't win. Scared money makes no money, right? But now we got Mike McCarthy. Now it's not just Mike McCarthy. It's his philosophy of bringing in others that can pretty much build his team the right way. No political football. No love affair for certain said players. Now it's football that's going to be taught. It's football that's going to be demonstrated. It's players that's going to look at it like this. We've selected best players available. We're not going to select a player just based off of what? Scheme. No, 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 no. BPA, baby, all day. This is where the Cowboys are heading. This is the flavor and the feeling that I'm seeing that's happening. I don't know about you all. But I hope that all of the COVID stuff and all of the uh, the worlds and the, and, the, and the trials and tribulations and all of the bad things go away so we can see some good old football, some true football. And thank to Jerry Wayne Jones for allowing uh, Mike McCarthy and his staff, his contemporaries, to do their particular magic. We will find out one way or another. <laughs> if you guys new to the channel, hit that subscribe button. Share this content. Let friends, neighbor, foe know where to go. Check me out on all platforms. L-A-W Nation. Law Nation. Check me out. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute.